and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And once again, it's my pleasure to have my great friends here with me tonight, Daniel Jedediah Cook, Kevin Couch, and Chris Carter. And we're going to be talking, uh, we have been talking about cosmic thinking. And we want to talk about from the Hebrew perspective. We want to talk about Ayin. I can tell you from my own personal experience, when I go get in seated in the seated place of the Lord on the other side of the veil, I will go sit into my speaking place of pay. But it's only by what I see through Ayin, by Holy Spirit, that I want to speak. And I will begin to speak through Ayin. I will go in to speak to rest, begin to go into the future, begin to call things forth and pull things forth back into my day. And so... What I want to do is just touch on that first for a little bit, and then I'm going to pass it to the other gentlemen, and then they will pass it on to Daniel. And Daniel will give us a little more of breaking down about the sight, because that's all we're really talking about is opening up your spiritual sight that I believe, and I think Chris and the other guys will think, that have already been given to you. They were born with this, wouldn't you say? I would say that. This is not some methodology that they have to go learn and train and go get a degree. And, yep. oh, if I didn't send the day off a fast three extra times, I can see that. It's actually already given to you from God because you are already God-like substance. Remember that. You are already out of the creator. You're already out of the essence of Yahweh. You're already out of the loins of God. And even when you came into the earth, you were the fullness of creation at that which creation was waiting upon was already inside of you. And what we're learning as we're growing and maturing in our natural realm and in our mind and our body and our soul, what our spirit man has already accomplished when he received Yeshua the Christ as Lord and Savior. We are now born from above, walk in the spirit. And now what we're doing is stepping into our natural realm and beginning to say, you know what? I can see God. I have sight. It's not impossible. Yahweh has gifted this to every human being on the planet, whether you're a believer or not. I'm going to pass it over to Chris. Can you touch on that for a minute, sir? Yeah, I, whenever we're talking to people about using the eyes of your heart, I think it really is important. We touched on this in the previous podcast. When Paul talks to the church, he says, fix your eyes, not on the things that you can see, but on the things that are unseen, because what's seen is temporary and what's unseen is eternal. That's a command to everybody. And he doesn't put in there after you've received the special gift. Right, right. He's implying that this came with the deal. It was a package deal and you already got it. It's in no list of gifts or calling to use the eyes of your heart. He does it in the beginning of Ephesians. I pray that the eyes of your heart would be open. He says it at the end. Pray in the spirit. Like go to the up here on all occasions. And he never qualifies it with anything. So I often tell people there's a lot of good reasons to even lay hands on people and pray for them. But so that they could see into the heavens is not one of them. Like if they're, if you're going to give it to them, it's probably not the right thing. Like mm. people just need to know it's already there. Mm. They just need to uncork mm. what's already there. So I've never in 11 years ever prayed for anyone to have the eyes. Man, I was hoping you were going to pray for me. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. You're messing with me, man. <laughs> totally messing with me. I'm playing, guys. But, playing. But I've never done it because I don't want anybody to walk away and go, it happened because mm, I got this special anointing from this guy that had a special anointing. Because I think that defeats the purpose of it. You already have it. Mm. All I'm doing is giving you or anybody else when they're talking about this is simply giving you permission to use what's already there. I do agree with you 100%. It came with the deal. You know, I, I was kind of thinking real quick before we uh, turn it over to Kevin for a moment. 
um, when you were saying that, I was just looking at you face to face, and I was looking at your natural eyes, and I said, he was born with it. I felt that in my spirit, we were born with this. Yeah. We were born Come with on. the gifted ability to talk to God. Yeah. To see God. Yeah. To go see where we came from. If you actually want some scripture on it, you can go to John chapter 17, where Yeshua is praying for the whole discipleship and the whole body and every believer to come. And one of the things he says unto the Father is, I want them to see me in my glory as who I was before I came here. He didn't say, let me shoot them, let me hang them on the cross, let me kill them, let me rapture them out of here. No, he's like, Father, let them see me as I was. So that showed me I did not have a death experience. I didn't have to have an approval experience because at this time, you know, most of those rascals were rascals like us all. But Yahweh was saying through Yeshua, this is available. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kevin. What, no, no. I, you know, the confirmation of what you and, and what Chris is saying, uh, it was found in my young son when he was three years old. Uh, he, we would, he would lay back in the church during the praise and worship, and he would say, "Look, Daddy, look at the giants flying. Look at the," wow. and he's seeing angels going in and out of the rafters of the service. Yes, sir. Now he's three years old. He doesn't even know about a religious uh, protocol. Right. He doesn't know that he's got to turn around three times and recite the Gettysburg Address. He doesn't know that, <laughs> right? right? All he, backwards. All yeah. he, and, and so what, what you're saying is correct. We are born with this thing. And, and, and I was a witness to him seeing things without any filter. And that's what I think we're talking about is that the older we get, we put mm, these filters on, on our on. eyes. On. You know, and, and we, you know, it's, again, I will draw from Paul as well. You know, the scales that are on our eyes are put there by what? Mm. Right? When we wash that off, and Yeshua washes that off. That's right. That's right. We are clear. We see clear. Right? Yes, sir. So, yes, we have, it has been, it's already been given. It's put in us. Like it was put in my, my, young, my young son. You know what I hear right now while you're speaking? As you started speaking, I, I heard, you, you ever heard the sound of a champagne bottle going pop, yeah, pop, yeah. pop? And I'm, I started hearing that in my head. I'm like, what is going on? He says, those that are beginning to believe what we're saying, so when you said earlier about that cork coming off, yeah. the cork is coming off and you're coming out. And so right now, I want to go into the Huberic from the Huberic Master, Jedi, Jedediah, <laughs> Daniel Cook. Hebrew Jedi Master. He's a Hebrew Jedi Hebrew. Master. Daniel Cook. Yeah, if you hang around Apostle Craig, you have to have a name. That's just all it is to. Jedi Master he is. <laughs> Yoda. Yoda. Or maybe it should be Hoda. You know? <laughs> Was that a Hebrew That felt Hebraic from someone who doesn't know anything about it. I think that was a Hebrew like joke right there. I, I Kevin, I think you really touched on it probably better than, than I could have at this at this moment right now. Because the the truth is is that looking from a, from the eyes of a child, there's an innocence, there's a purity, and there's a place where Yahweh has called really even for us did because don't you remember the time when Yahweh, when, when Yeshua sat down with his disciples and he was sitting on the mountainside, right? And he was talking to them and, and he began, they began to ask, well, who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom? Yes, yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And he brought a little child over and he sat him down. He said, unless you become mm -hmm. like this little child, mm -hmm. you will by no wise enter into the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. Why? Well, it really had to do with the way that they saw. 
They were seeing in the place of the That's religious good. aspect. And the child looks at it as that pure, it goes with what we were talking yesterday, it's that pure trust of his father. That's good. You know, just like you, ta- you were telling the story about, uh, about you know, your dad. And, and you had faith that your dad could catch you, but until you actually jumped into the water, that brought about the trust and your faith expanded mm-hmm. greatly as a result. Well, the truth is, is that, that that's a key because the Hebrew living letters are not about the about a, a sound or a, a, a very specific definition. I try to keep people away from saying that it has to be just this. Well, I want to learn what the living letters are. Well, this is one of the definitions. Okay, that's the only definition it is from that point on. No, it is so much more than that. And just like the living letter Ayin, I could take up the rest of this plus a whole lot more uh, talking about just the living letter Ayin when it comes to that. You have two minutes. All right, well, good. I can do it in two minutes, too. <laughs> That's funny. Well, he knows me, too. So <laughs> unless you give me a time frame, I'm going to keep going. But the when you look at the living letter Ayin, Ayin is one of the, uh, the only living letters that really speaks about a bodily function, and that's psych. It's the only one that really speaks wow, about that's it. that's interesting. And so in that place, it obviously puts a very strong importance on our ability to be able to, to see something. But we know, we know when we see something. And see, to me, it, it goes to a place of responsibility because I love it. One of the ways that the living letter Gain is made up is made up of two living letters. Uh, one is a nun, which means son or king, heir and priest. And the other one is the living letter Zayin which is the seventh letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and it talks about the plow, the plow, uh, the sword. <laughs> By the plowshare is what I'm trying to say, the sword and so on. And so it really speaks about a place of authority. And the truth is, is that if we stop to think, I can't help but, but say this. Chris, you were talking about this earlier when you were talking about you've never met somebody who hasn't been able to see. Yeah. Because it's the, the, the problem is what you had said earlier was the fact that they had they had discounted themselves. Yes. And the truth is is that I wanna I wanna leap on that because a lot of this goes to our, that place of our own choice. We really know. We really can go back and find things in our life where Yahweh has been there. I don't care how unsaved you think you are or how, how much sin you think you've done. You can go back to places and you can see where God where Yahweh himself has taken you through a situation. Yes, sir. Take it from there. It's good. Begin there. Begin at that place where you know that you saw him. And that's going to be individual to each person. You know, it may seem something small. It may seem something big. That's the funny thing about it. You know, why why is it that, that we can take sometimes what we think is absolutely huge, but you tell somebody else about it, and it's like, well, that happens all the time. You know, and it seems so small, but to you it's so huge. You know, and the truth is, is the father is saying, I'm, I'm giving you this place where I want you to see. I'm sitting in the water. I'm sitting here ready to catch you. All you have to do is make that leap. All you have to do is, is to step out. And in doing so, you'll begin to, to realize that you can go from the living letter Ayin to that place of being able to speak and to declare. Because from that place, we can, we can then begin to bring the things that Yahweh has shown us into to fruition in the earth. So Amen. I hope that makes sense. You really guys, you guys had already preached it before I did. I, I, yes, sir. Uh, I think it's a beautiful expression. Yes, sir. It's awesome. Well, you, you don't want to miss tomorrow as Chris Carter, the Cosmos King, 
takes us right here on Coffee in the Cosmos. Takes us, because we're sitting around drinking some coffee right now. Other than the Cosmos King, he's drinking a Coke. And, uh, and Danny drinking water. And so, uh, but the two righteous brothers, <laughs> me and Kevin, we're drinking coffee for our show. I think I even have my Hebrew living letter cup, so I really feel spiritual. We're representing. That's right, we're representing. <laughs> Uh, but you do not want to miss tomorrow at all and because uh, we're going to do an activation and it's going to be incredible. I love you. You are so beautiful. Shalom.